you can listen to The Front on your smart speaker every morning. To hear the latest episode, just say, play the news from The Australian. From The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Kristen Amiot. It's Thursday, February 1. Say goodbye to interest rate hikes. That's the decree from economists who say rates are likely to be slashed in the second half of the year after inflation plunged to 4.1% in the December quarter. Adam Bant says he'll consider demanding an increase to JobSeeker in exchange for his party's support of the government's revamped tax cuts package. Speaking exclusively to The Australian Today, the Greens leader also indicated he could push for a rethink of negative gearing and the capital gains tax discount. You've heard of army canines. Now get ready for a squadron of Australian military eagles. Yes, real birds. As the Australian Defence Force scrambles to catch up with the rest of the world in drone attack and defence systems, officials are seriously considering training birds of prey to defend us in the air. That's today's story. There's a scene in Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery where the film's antagonist, appropriately named Dr Evil, reveals his grand plan for taking over the world. You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. The thing is, it's not really a simple request at all. See, Dr Evil has only just been defrosted after a decades-long stint in a cryogenic chamber, and so it's up to one of his evil henchmen to break the news. Dr Evil, it's about the sharks. When you were frozen, they were put on the endangered species list. We tried to get some, but it would have taken months to clear up the red tape. They offer a compromise. Uh, Can you remind me what I pay you people for? Honestly, throw me a bone here. What do we have? Sea bass. Right. They are mutated sea bass. Really? Are they ill-tempered? Absolutely. That's a start. And now, the Australian Defence Forces are considering not sharks, but birds. Defence is certainly looking at the use of birds of prey as a counter-drone measure. Ben Packham is the Australian's foreign affairs and defence correspondent. So anyone with a consumer drone knows that birds of prey do not like drones. You know, if you're flying them and there's an eagle, they will attack your drone. According to the schedule, they're not due to begin really examining the birds of prey solution until the end of this year. So we await more advice from the Army on its trained birds of prey program. There is a method to the madness here. The Army is having to think laterally to address a big gap in our defence capabilities. The rest of the world has spent the past decade pivoting to highly efficient, devastatingly effective drone warfare. They've been used on battlefields from Ukraine to Iraq. Australia did have a fleet of Chinese-made drones, which have now been grounded because of security concerns. 
and there are now efforts to build drones here in Australia. But for now, we're a long way behind, not just launching our own unmanned aircraft, but defending ourselves from enemy drones. So we've been leaked a draft plan for the Army's counter-drone program. The documentation, amazingly, shows that the Army isn't due to get counter-drone technology that can bring down the sorts of drones that we're seeing in Ukraine and other places until the end of 2030. And this is a technology that's developing at a rapid rate. And so by the end of 2030, when the Australian Army gets around to getting whatever this counter-drone capability is, the threat will have moved on. There'll be something else. Bird species like wedgetail eagles have been captured attacking drones that enter their territory, and it's a strategy already used effectively by other defence forces around the globe. In fact, a Dutch company pioneered this by training eagles to attack drones, and they did this for the police force over there. The Indian Army has also revealed that it is doing this as well. And in late 2022, it revealed that it had trained native kites, type of bird of prey, to attack drones on the India-Pakistan border. The long delay in the acquisition of drones means the Army is also canvassing other options for responding to unmanned threats. But this document is very interesting in that it says that there are a number of capabilities that they're looking at, and those include jamming, projectiles, missiles, directed energy, weapons, which is fancy word for lasers, microwave pulses, and curiously, biological means of bringing down drones, that is, birds of prey. The Australian Army plans to spend the next five years considering its options, then says it'll take a further three years deciding what gear to buy and mitigating risks. That's eight more years, even after a panel of experts said in the government's own defence strategic review the Army needs to be going much faster. It's typical of the wider Defence Department's approach to procurement. They have historically worked on a decade-long procurement cycle. So in looking at these fast-moving technologies, they're applying the same method that they used decades ago to look at ships and armoured vehicles, for example. So this is all completely contradictory to last year's Defence Strategic Review, which basically said, stop making the perfect the enemy of the good. Just do it. Make decisions, get things into the field, get them using this stuff, get them breaking it, seeing how, you know, what is the best way to deploy it on the battlefield. If they don't do that, we'll be equipped for the last war we fought if we're called upon to fight in another one. Coming up after the break, why defence bureaucracy could hurt our troops on the battlefield. Hey! 
I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. The drone lag isn't only letting us down in the air, it's a problem on the ground too. Earlier this week, it was revealed by The Australian that none of the multi-billion dollar combat vehicles currently in production will have specialised counter-drone systems. The Department of Defence told Ben Packham all of the Army's new armoured vehicles will be fitted with the appropriate systems, but some experts aren't reassured. Here's Ben. Well, the former Chief of Army, Peter Lay, made the very good point that these things are available in Harvey Norman and JB Hi-Fi. And the cost factor is big one in that if you have to come up with a solution in which the cost of killing these drones is more than the cost of the drone, then you're actually losing the contest. And if Australian troops were called to fight a war in the next 12 months or more, we would be really vulnerable to these weapons, which are ubiquitous now on modern battlefields. I mean, even the Houthi rebels in Yemen have an array of unmanned lethal drones. The thing is, plenty of Australian companies have brought this kind of advanced technology to market. So why isn't our Defence Force using it? We already pay a lot for the capabilities that we get. I know the Army is looking for a one-size-fits-all thing that can bolt onto all of its armoured vehicles that would give protection against killer drones, but they don't have one yet. Now, this is not something that Australian industry hasn't been working away at already. As I said, there are a number of Australian companies that have some pretty good solutions. But Defence wants to fit out the whole army or navy or whatever. That's the way it does things. And so it complicates the solution and it's very reluctant to make a decision for fear of making the wrong one. As conflicts rage around the world, it's becoming clear that Australia's defence capabilities are out of step with the rest of the world. So do our troops have a fighting chance? Well, as retired Brigadier Ian Langford said, there's a moral element to this. If we send out our troops without protection, then we're not doing our duty by these people and we are failing them. And and as he says, you know, these are the weapons of modern warfare. And if we don't have them, we're exposing our troops to great risk. Ben Packham is the Australian's foreign affairs and defence correspondent. Thousands of Australians are skipping doctor's appointments due to the rising cost of primary healthcare services. New figures show the number of people missing vital visits to their GP has doubled. You can read more about the nation's escalating healthcare crisis right now at theaustralian.com.au. 
a troubled young woman. Her evil parents. We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.